Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. got an email the other day. It was uh, in response to us bringing up Portland Mayor Ted Weasel. Wheeler, I'm sorry. Wheeler is how you pronounce Ted Weasel. His name. (laughs) We've been a thorn in the side of the mayor for some time now as he has been attempting to passive his way out of antifa rioting for 150 nights in a row committing acts of violence uh, against cops uh, arson vandalism looting that sort of thing not standing up for it letting portland go to hell like so many cities particularly on the west coast but not exclusively letting these junkie camps sprout up everywhere Thinking compassion without order is the way to solve the the junkie and mental illness problems. It's It will never work. It has never worked, and we've been trying to make that point. Well, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler announced plans to ban unsanctioned homeless encampments in the crime-riddled city, calling the crisis, quote, a vortex of misery for all involved. As opposed to the sanctioned homeless encampments. Yeah, which is a a decent topic, too, and we can talk about that. But the magnitude and the depth of the homeless crisis in our city is nothing short of a humanitarian catastrophe, Wheeler said. We need to move our scattered, vulnerable homeless population closer to the services that they need. Collectively, this is a vortex of misery for all involved. Now, Teddy Boy is not yet fully recognized 
that the problem is a meth problem, a drug problem primarily. It is people who've decided to drop out of society thinking, I want to sleep in tents and be high all day long and never have to show up for work. That's not everybody, but it's a lot of them. And if you were, and this is the Joe Getty philosophy for this sort of thing, which Jack uh, shares mostly. If you were to make it impossible to be a useless, lazy junkie, the truly mentally ill, dispossessed, unable to take care of themselves type would stand in much starker relief, and you could help them. But because you've decided it's okay to be a meth head and sleep on a sidewalk and crap all over the place and whatever, it looks like it's a different problem than it is. Crap all over the place or whatever. Man, what's the word ever? That's a quick... It's a quick summary. Whatever must really be nasty. The mayor's resolution calls for moving the homeless to at least three designated campsites with first opening within 18 months of securing funding. Within 18 months to put up a freaking campsite. They built the Hoover Dam at the height of the Depression like two years. In an hour. Oh, yeah. Under the plan, the camping sites would initially be able to serve up to 125 people and provide access to services such as food, hygiene, litter collection, treatment for mental health, and substance abuse. I'm not against any of that, but you're making it as easy and effortless as possible to be a junkie. I wish, if I was a billionaire, there's lots of interest. I would, I think I mostly would do if I was a gazillionaire, like really, really, really rich. I would do lots of social experiments that, uh, are, are too expensive. Or people don't want to do because they don't want to know the results. Mm-hmm. Like, a good one would be, I would love to know, because I don't know actually know the answer to this, but I certainly have a guess. But I would love to know for the majority of people that I drive by living on the street, if you said, hey, we'll set you up with a job. It's not going to be a job you like. I mean... It's going to be kind of a, you know, not not pleasant job. You're going to work in a cubicle and you're going to have to type and blah, blah, blah. Oh, that reminds me. Do you live, do you work in a toxic workplace? That answer coming up later. But it's going to be a job. You'll have a job and you'll make X number of dollars. You'll be able to afford an apartment and Mm -hmm. you'll be able to live on that. Yeah. How many people would choose a not very fulfilling job? As opposed to their lifestyle of living on the street. Is that the majority? L- laying around in a tent, getting high, no responsibilities, and, and soaking up the services that Ted Wheeler is talking about. Um, I don't think you'd get 25%. Yes. I could be wrong, but I don't think you would. I mean, and, and part of my evidence for that is that uh, workplaces all over, everywhere, are desperate for workers. So that job is out there. That you're describing. Particularly, you know, get a roommate. Anyway, uh, you know, part of my philosophy for new listeners, listeners to the show is, uh, as uh, the good book taught us, I am a sinner. I am pulled by temptation all the time. Oh, you want to hear about it? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> and often what got me on the straight and narrow or got me to resist sin or bad decisions is that the negative repercussions would suck. And I didn't want them. I don't come at this as some high and mighty, perfect person preaching. I come at it from the opposite point of view. You know, why didn't I want to be a useless pothead? Because it would disappoint everybody who loved me. I would be a failure. I would be looked upon as a failure. I wouldn't be able to make a living. And Well, how about we design a society where you can be that useless pothead and never even show up to some crappy part-time job? 
just lay in a tent all day. You think that make that yields fewer useless junkies? You're a fool. Anyway, uh, so uh, we could go into the Ted Wheeler stuff a little bit more. Um, under the proposed measure, social workers would direct the homeless to the city's designated camping sites. Police could arrest or cite them if they refused to go. Uh, and there's a little more to it, but I wanted to get to this email from uh, Ross. Uh, guys, you can imagine my ears perked up when you mentioned Portland, since Portland is my home, or at least it was. I moved slightly south a couple of years ago to avoid the tent junkies and rampant crime. But I still work in Portland, spend the vast majority of my time there. Here's just a random day, random day working in Portland as a truck driver. 8 a.m., stopped at a traffic light, a rando gal gets up from a bus stop bench, pulls her pants down, and poops right on the sidewalk. Oh, God. In broad daylight as people walk around her. I remember when... Uh, what is Johnny Depp? Is, is this his coffee break or what? Fecal matter. Thank you, Johnny. When Sam and I were in Portland to see that full eclipse years ago, that's when I was walking down the street, and the woman turned around. She had a very large ass, uh, which factors into the story. But she turned around, and she pulled down her sweatpants, and she just urinated on the street, and it was like a fire hose. And because of the size of her, it looked like a horse. Because I live on a farm with a horse. I know what it looks like on a horse piece, yeah. a female horse, and it yeah. looked exactly like that. Wow. But it was just like a fire hose on the street. Wow. And I, I, I distracted Sam, who was like, Five at the time. I mean, he hey, was look young. at that tree over yeah. there. It's got yeah, it's leaves like, and a bird. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Because I didn't want to see that. It was just shocking to me. I mean, yeah. I, I've been around a little bit, but that was just shocking on just a regular city street. So there's more. This happened in broad daylight as people walked around her, as though this is a regular occurrence and somehow normal. 10 to 12 p.m., driving through Portland with my head on a swivel, dodging several tent junkies that just wander out into traffic with zero regard to their surroundings, while listening to local news reports of several pedestrian versus car or truck or train accidents around the city. It's all just rando junkies stumbling into traffic or onto train tracks. Yeah, I assume that's the real reason that in California, Gavin Newsom decriminalized jaywalking. Yes. Yeah, that and just... Black people disproportionately got cited for jaywalking. So that's proof of racism. Uh, let's see. Where was I? Ah, 2 p.m. Entering I-5 from an on-ramp downtown. Notice a man waving a gun in one of the myriad junkie camps strewn about the city. There are actually, what does it say? This article said uh, 700 encampments around the city. Oh, and the homeless, quote-unquote, population has spiked 50% since 2019. When Portland really put their compassionate uh, bums and junkies programs into effect. If you're listening somewhere in the country where you don't have this, you can't imagine it. I mean, because I live here and have watched it occur, and I'm still shocked oh, yeah. on a daily basis. When I see it, I think, oh, my God, look at that overpass. Yeah. Enter, oh, we were entering I-5. You got uh, a junkie waving a gun about. He looked deranged and unaware of his surroundings. I called 911. After 10 minutes on hold, yes, I said 10 minutes for a 911 call. I informed the police dispatcher of the situation. Didn't seem like she was all that interested. I doubt they sent anyone. I'm sure they didn't. While waiting on hold, sitting in gridlock traffic, I couldn't help but notice two more junkie hobos on the side of the freeway engaged in a lewd act. I'm trying to be delicate, but they were having sex right on the shoulder of I-5 while traffic inches by, completely indifferent to their surroundings. I could more easily have sex in front of people than poo. 
I haven't considered either, so I would have to think about it for a while. Well, why don't you? We'll give you a second. Civilization is crumbling. Well, yeah. Yes, that's a breakdown in civilization. If you can, this is in one day. Yes. If you can in oh, one, one day. It's not even afternoon yet. <laughs> if you can in one day well, see human beings defecate in the open around other people and make love. <laughs> I assume they were making love. I assume they're a committed couple <laughs> deeply in love. Sure. And make love in front of other people. That's that's just that's a complete breakdown to our base needs and activities. The sort of tender lovemaking that meth heads engage in on the roadside. Yes. <laughs> Right on the shoulder of I-5 will traffic inch by, completely indifferent to their surroundings. Once I get past the traffic backup, I could clearly see that the backup was caused by yet another rando junkie bum meandering through the traffic lanes, just stumbling about on the freeway, high as F, walking around on I-5. Now, I see that every day. During normal times in a normal city, any one of these events would be considered shocking and abhorrent. But here in the vortex of misery, we call that Thursday. This just can't continue. As you guys have always said, if something can't go on forever, it will stop. The Pearl District downtown, once a thriving upper-scale area with many snazzy restaurants and shopping boutiques, now looks like a dystopian hellscape. Businesses boarded up, abandoned cars up on blocks, stripped of tires and engine and windows bashed out. Streets lined with tents and zombie RVs with drug-crazed junkies roaming about like the walking dead. Starbucks finally closed its Pearl District store the other day. You their line was halfway around a block in years past. Anyway, uh, closed the other day due to concern for the safety of the staff. It's pretty much a ghost town now. Good job, Ted Weasel. It's almost like Portland said to San Francisco, hold my latte. <laughs> the city of roses has become the city of roaches. Hopefully the pendulum is starting to swing the other way. One can only hope. Good day, Jensen. God bless America. Russ from Portland. Russ, that is brilliant and well done. Thanks, bud. Yeah, that's good. It's absolutely incredible. Breakdown of civilization. I didn't even get to L.A. with their $700,000 per unit homeless housing that they're trying to build. $700,000 per human. Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. At this point in my life, I think a month feels like two weeks, and a year feels like six months. I think that's where I am currently in my life. A month feels like two weeks, and a year yeah. feels like six months. Yeah, so I think so it's exactly. like listening to a podcast at double speed. Yeah, it's, everything's, it's exactly halved from the way it was most of well, my life. Well, that's really interesting. It's a perspective I hadn't considered. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, oh, honorary, honorary general manager. Uh, speaking of time whizzing by, my uh, daughter, Caitlin, it's her 30th birthday today. Wow, it's a big deal. Can you believe that? That is yeah, a big I'm deal. Sure you remember roughly when she was born. Jeez, that's, uh, you know, know it. <laughs> she's probably not happy about her turning 30. I'm not happy about her turning 30. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be possible. Joe and I were on the air when she turned 30. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, when she was born. I mean, so right. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's just ridiculous. Somebody hit me the other day, honest to God, a real adult human being hit me with a, so Christmas, I'm looking at the calendar, Christmas is the 26th this year, said, uh, I just, I, I, I just, uh, I, I didn't say anything for a second, just wondering if they just, <laughs> I think you reacted the same way I did. Did I just hear that correctly? I said, what? Um, Christmas is uh, the 20 25th, just about every year, I said, you know, sarcastically. <laughs> Now I'm looking at the calendar. It's a 26th. It's observed on the 26th this year. 
And it might be for uh, company holiday reasons, but the Christmas is the 25th. I don't need to look it up. I don't need to Google it. I don't need to ask anybody. Christmas is the 25th. I'm here to tell you. But You know, I'm looking at my Apple, uh, my iPhone calendar right now, and it says uh, Christmas Day is on the 25th, and uh, on the 26th it says uh, Christmas Holiday Observed. Are they just trying to express that everybody gets a day off for Christmas in the United States, and that's when everybody's getting off? Yeah, I mean, same as we're coming back to work on November. We're coming back January? to work. January 3rd, rather. Uh, um, uh, and I think the whole world is because, yeah, everybody gets New Year's Day off, and New Year's is on a, and Christmas are both on Sundays this year. But Christmas mm-hmm. is still the 25th. You can't go changing Jesus' birthday unless you do it 2,000 years ago or whenever. Whenever, whenever somebody decided Christmas was the twenty fifth, and most people think to it replace was, a pagan festival in England or something in the Middle Ages, and most people think he was born three years earlier than that, I think. But um, in anyway. March, I believe something like that. Doesn't really judging by the sky, the stars, and the star mm. of Bethlehem, etc. Uh, astronomers, not astrologers, but astronomers have uh, weighed in on this question. Not that it particularly makes any difference. I feel like I had a point earlier when we started this conversation, and it has drifted away from my head. Um, it's a shame. The time passing quickly, uh, six months to, to a year, uh, double speed podcast. Yeah. yeah, the whole time passing quickly thing, and I know this has been discussed uh, endlessly, probably since the dawn of time. I don't know. Have the Greeks written about this? Did it happen to everybody, or did people die too young for the... But is it just plain the phenomenon of you got you, the longer you're around, the amount of time is divided into smaller... I mean, is it just the, the simple math on it? And why time speeds yeah. up like that? Well, I think that's part of it. And Plus, then, just other than like illnesses and, and, oh, this is so depressing. Other than not great stuff, there aren't lots of big changes later in your life. I mean, it's monumental going from middle school to high school, high school to college, finding that special person, landing that first gig. All these things are outsized. One more stinking day answer to the man. It just doesn't leave much of a mark. I can, I think I can speak to the fact that that has not got anything to do with it. I used to think okay. that too, but I've had those kind of landmark things because uh, my kids are so young, because I just got divorced and uh, various things, and time mm-hmm. is still speeding up. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm not sure that's it. Okay. I think so it, my ennui is, it's, <laughs> I'll put it over there. <laughs> I think it's Something just the dividing different. up the amount of time in your brain. So does that it's a mean solid theory? So does that mean that like a twenty-year-old cat? Remember, we had a woman on the other day. She had the world's oldest cat at age twenty-three. She went. She adopts elderly cats from shelters. I think she was going around getting the oldest cat she could find at the shelter, hoping one would hang around long enough to be the oldest cat so she could get then on TV, snuffing them and stealing their social security checks. <laughs> no, I think she just wanted to get on TV as the oldest cat, but that doesn't. If you go, I don't think, adopt an elderly cat. You have to raise it from birth, don't you? Otherwise, what the hell? I don't know. Anyway, I don't think about old cat records all that much. That doesn't matter at all. Um, does a, an old cat, do they perceive time differently? Because do they've they been around for 20... time at all. Yeah. I think we need to start there. It's a pretty good question. Dogs don't, famously. You, you go out in the garage for a minute, he greets you like you've been gone for a week. Mm-hmm. Which is endearing. As portrayed in the movie Pets, where the dog just stands there staring at the door after he goes to work. What are you doing? <laughs> He's coming right back.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Now, from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Uh, Armstrong and Getty. These are bad guys. That is especially true. So bizarre and so grotesque. Yep. Okay. Well, that was unnecessarily frank, but how can this show be on one hand sometimes so highbrow, yet be what it is the rest of the time? Come on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So a couple of disclaimers before we launch into this. Number one, uh, it's on the topic of uh, dealing with uh, transgender things, uh, specifically medical treatments for people who believe they are in the wrong body or, you know, they've been misgendered or what have you. Uh, the usual uh, disclaimer, this has nothing to do with adults. This is only about children. And the second thing is uh, a lot of the information here is taken from the uh, Twitter uh, account of one Matt Walsh, who many of you know, some of you don't. Uh, he is a conservative activist and writer. Um, I don't agree with everything Matt says, uh, but uh, often I do. So if uh, somewhere in the uh, past or future he said something abhorrent, I'm not talking about that. It's just like Trump. I agree like crazy with Trump sometimes. Sometimes I think he's completely wrong. So anyway, 
He writes, my team and I have been investigating the transgender clinic at Vanderbilt here in Nashville. That's where he lives, obviously. Vanderbilt drugs, chemically castrates, and performs double mastectomies on minors. But it gets worse. Here's what we found. And he gets into, and we will get into that uh, in a minute. But first, I wanted to read you something very brief. The New York Times did a story the other day. More trans teens are choosing top surgery. And it's all very cheery about adolescent girls who come to believe the reason for their unhappiness is that they ought to be boys and they get double mastectomies. That's what they mean by top surgery? Yes. Yes. Wow. That's a heck of a decision to make. And then I came across, and it's all very cheery, as I said, um, and they barely touch on the fact that there's very, very little research to indicate that this is a good idea. I know. They mentioned some, you know, a poll of four people who said they're happier now. I know, or have known, half dozen women that went through a period where they thought they were gay, then decided they're really not. Mm-hmm. I realize that's not as big a decision as I'm, you know, uh, uh, wrongly gendered. But you know, you can you can think a lot of things when you're younger. Turn out not to be the case. And and you know, if we didn't have as much material from the Walsh stuff as we do, I would I would go deeply into this piece written by Eddie Scarry that goes uh, goes through a bunch of cases in major publications, including many liberal publications of. Uh, there's Claire, there's Max, uh, there's, uh, let's see, uh, no name in this one, there's Claudia. All of these people, person after person after person, who says, I was unhappy, I was confused, I thought that was the answer. I had something permanent done to my body, and I realized that wasn't the answer at all. And now I can't undo it. I was unhappy for other reasons. I didn't fit in. I was gay. I was scarred from sexual abuse, et cetera, et cetera. But I never, ever should have done anything permanent. And the cases are just heartbreaking. Anyway, back to Matt Walsh's blog. Uh, Vanderbilt in Nashville. Uh, so he says, Vanderbilt opened its trans clinic in 2018. During a lecture the same year, Dr. Shane Taylor explained how she convinced Nashville to get into the gender transition game. Notice she emphasized that it's a big money maker, especially because the surgeries require a lot of follow-ups. Go ahead with clip 60, Michael. Some of our UMC financial folks in, 20, in August of 20, I'm sorry, October of 2016, sorry, a couple years ago, put down some cost of how much money we think each patient would bring in, and this is only including top surgery, this isn't including any bottom surgery, and um, it's a lot of money. These surgeries make a lot of money. Um, so female to male chest reconstruction can bring in $40,000. patient just on routine hormone treatment, who I'm only seeing a few times a year, can bring in several thousand dollars that requires a lot of visits and labs. It actually makes money for the hospital. Now these I got from the internet, um, but it's from uh, the Philadelphia Center for Transgender Surgery, which has um, does a lot of um, surgery for patients. And I just want to give you an idea of how much these bottom surgeries are making. And this is, I think this has to be an underestimate. Uh, this is for a vaginoplasty. They're saying, they're quoting roughly around $20,000 for a vaginoplasty, but that doesn't include your hospital stay. That doesn't include your post-op visits. That doesn't include, um, Okay, we got the idea, Michael. You can fade that out. The doctor explaining how much money we can make if we get into this business. 
I'll refer back to the Eddie Scarry piece. Every single one of the poor victims of this that were interviewed in the multiple publications, again, including the Atlantic, for instance, which had a hell of a piece a couple of years ago, every single one of them cited a psychiatrist or a doctor or an activist that whenever anybody expressed any doubt, they said, shut up. You can't bully this person. Shut up. Even if it was the patient themselves, they would say, oh, no, you're making the right decision. You're absolutely making the right decision. It's obscene. Moving along. Vanderbilt was apparently concerned that not all of its staff would be on board. Dr. Ellen Clayton warned that conscientious objections are problematic. That's the great phrase used by critical theory. Mm -hmm. Critical race theory, critical queer theory, all that stuff. That's problematic. Then they pick it apart. And anyone who decides not to be involved in transition surgeries due to religious beliefs will face consequences. Clip 61, Michael. If you are going to assert conscientious objection, you have to realize that that is problematic. You are doing something to another person, and you are not paying the the cost for your belief. I think that is a real, I mean, I think that's a real issue. So, um, So I think, you know, so you're, so yes, Vanderbilt, if someone has a conscientious objection to pers- uh, participating in this sort of surgery, it, it probably has to accommodate you to the extent that you can find another person who can do your job, who doesn't have an objection, other things of that nature. But I just want you to take home that saying that you're not going to do something because of your conscientious, because of your religious beliefs is not without consequences. And, and it should not be without consequences. And I just want to put that out there. We are given enormous, if you don't want to do this kind of work, don't work at Vanderbilt. Well, that was clear enough. If you dare say, hey, I think this is wrong. These are confused adolescents. You will face consequences. And as uh, Walsh writes, in case the objectors hadn't got the memo, Vanderbilt unveiled a program called Trans Buddies. The buddies are trans activists from the community who attend appointments with trans patients, monitoring the doctors to guard against unsafe behavior such as misgendering. And as I pointed out earlier, for goodness sakes, never for a second raising the possibility that this is a confused, unhappy adolescent who's looking for an answer and this is the wrong one. Don't even bring that up. 62. My name is Sean Riley, and I'm the program coordinator for TransBuddy at the Program for LGBTQ Health at Vanderbilt University. TransBuddy provides trained peer advocates for transgender patients who are coming for doctor's appointments or other healthcare related services. Whether you're looking for something that's related to medical transition, such as hormone therapy, or something completely unrelated, like breaking an arm or going to an ENT, we are here to help support any transgender patients that come through our doors. The TransBuddy program was organically created through the efforts of transgender people and continues to consistently be led by trans people in Middle Tennessee. Okay, you can figure that out, program Michael. is a one-of-a-kind... That's the charming TransBuddies program with the uh, chimey music. 
So uh, the Vanderbilt there in Nashville uh, makes their trans buddies available to children, too, and they make lots of services available to children, quote-unquote services, including chemical castration, also known as hormone therapy, uh, often using the same drug, by the way, that they use to chemically castrate sex offenders. Do you remember that when that was a big topic of discussion? I think it was in the 90s. Um, at some point in the last month, Vanderbilt removed any explicit admission of the fact that they will treat children from their website. But somebody archived a screenshot from uh, back in the day that made it absolutely clear that they do. In fact, there's a video in which they proudly proclaim it 63. We can provide gender-affirming hormones on an individual who is on a pubertal blocker, depending on whatever kind of blocker they've chosen or we have discussed with them, or they can present to us at a later stage of puberty, and then we provide the gender-affirming hormones. Previously, the Endocrine Society recommended to start these at age 16, but we all know that would be delayed puberty, right? Not 16-year-olds don't start puberty. So more recently, they did update that to say as early as 14 for compelling reasons. So we have some individuals who have started gender-affirming hormones hormones at 13 or 14 to be more like their peers. Again, fertility preservation and consent are very important to discuss prior to any initiation of the Ah, uh, consent from a 13-year-old. List for me, please, the things the 13-year-old is legally able to consent to. Yeah, we're done because the, the list is nothing, practically nothing. Uh, one more for you. Uh, does Vanderbilt happily perform double mastectomies on adolescent girls, children? Why don't we find out in clip uh, 64? So when we when we talk about the WPATH guidelines, so in order for our patients to really um, successfully undergo these surgeries, we do, uh, again, follow these guidelines. So a lot of times it's for insurance purposes, um, but we, again... Insurances kind of follow suit with the WPATH guidelines for the most part. So for any kind of top surgery, uh, we do require one letter of persistent, well-documented gender dysphoria by a licensed mental health provider. Um, we ensure that the patient is capable of making uh, fully informed decisions on the, their own. They're the age of majority. However, for a lot of our younger patients, um, again, if they are 16, 17, here at Vanderbilt, um, if they have been on testosterone, have a parental consent, um, we're able to do a lot of the top surgeries for those patients. Okay. And again, uh, it's children consenting to this sort of thing. And they mentioned one documented episode signed by a healthcare professional. Back to the Yeti Scary piece in which they point out time and time and time again, psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, activists uh, who sign these things have convinced the people that this is their issue. So let's review Matt Walsh writes, and I agree Vanderbilt got into the gender transition game in large part because it is very financially profitable. Then they threatened any staff members who objected and enlisted a gang of activists to act as surveillance in order to force compliance. They now castrate, sterilize, and mutilate minors as well as adults while apparently sticking, taking steps to hide this activity from the public view, altering their website. This is what healthcare has become in modern America. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Two and a depression. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Read a really interesting story by a fellow by the name of Richard Sima or Sima. Uh, wh- why is it why it is awesome that your brain can experience awe? And and he talks about oddly enough the awesome experience he had was holding in his hands a human brain. No, it's kind of a distraction from what, the article. What had he done to the guy? <laughs> I believe it was in the clutches of scientists, Jack. Oh, okay. Studying its function, but he is himself a neuroscientist turned journalist um and he says uh one of his goals in writing this weekly column is to reveal the wonder and mystery of the brain and why it matters in our everyday life but he says there's no better place to start than exploring our ability to feel awe awe has two fundamental components say researchers who study the emotion it is a response to encountering something more vast more complex or mind-blowing than we had conceived of either physically or conceptually uh, the experience also induces a change in how we see the world, producing what scientists call little earthquakes in the mind. So it's 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 we 
it was beyond what we've been able to conceive of or have conceived of. That's what brings all. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a good description. Um, but he says to understand the concept of awe, it helps to understand how the brain responds to what we perceive as mundane. Over the course of our lives, our brains learn and encode what is normal and predict what we think should happen next based on our understanding the world. Says uh, a scientist at Arizona State, that prediction of what happens next guides our behavior. It's crucial for being able to function in an incredibly complicated world. But it does narrow our perspective. It narrows our vision. And it simply doesn't account for everything. And research has repeatedly found that experiencing something extraordinary makes us feel, and our worries feel small, but not Ah. in a bad way. Not in a bad way. We start to understand the... The size and complexity of the world, and it affects the brain chemistry. People who feel awe are associated with living healthier and more meaningful lives. It's correlated with reporting feeling lowered levels of daily stress. And intriguingly, people who feel awe also tend to have lower levels of the inflammatory cytokines, so they're just healthy in general. So I wonder how much we're just born that way and how much of that is attitude, because you've We've probably all known people that just, like, aren't impressed with anything, and they seem like miserable bastards. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's true. That's true. But it gets even more interesting. Emerging research shows that experiencing awe may make us more curious, creative, and compassionate people. And in turn, recent studies found awe-prone people tend to be prone to being curious, and people who experience more awe also tend to be more creative. Awe leads people to feel more connected with others and identify with more universal categories such as a person or inhabitant of Earth as opposed to more individual limited ones. Uh, For instance, uh, in different studies, when researchers induced awe in participants in laboratories, uh, such as by showing panoramic, panoramic clips of places on Earth, people behaved more prosaic or pro socially, being more likely to help out, donate more money, and volunteer more time for strangers. You witness the Grand Canyon, and it makes you kinder. Interesting. You witness the birth of your child, and you want to connect more with humanity. Yeah, no, I didn't get that from the birth of my child. I don't know, maybe that makes me a bad person. I feel like I knew that babies were a thing. Um, I was happy to have my own. I, I That's other, interesting. I have other things with my kids that are inspiring, but the, the, the them coming out of mom was not one of them. <laughs> I have other things with them, like when they learn various things or pass through different stages. Grand Canyon is definitely one of them. If you can look at the Grand Canyon and have no, it has no effect on you, you are clinically dead. Well, I would, uh, I would comment on your lack of awe at the beginning of a new life, but I'll let the emailers do it instead. <laughs> Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. <laughs> That's mailbag at armstronggetting.com. No, I did have awe at the <laughs> contemplation of, yeah, the, that and, 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 and my role in it and everything like that. But the actual physical, eh, I don't know. Yeah. I've yeah. seen calves born. It's similar. <laughs> wow. Oh, da, 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 da. Okay. So, uh, if you want to feel more awe and, and, and get down with the, uh, you know, oneness with the universe, they offer these suggestions. Visit something giant, such as a mountain range or an ocean. Discover, discover something tiny, such as the, the world seen through a microscope. Contemplate a piece of music, rediscover a piece of art, uh, taking awe walks through your neighborhood or in nature, which is a never-ending sense of awe. Yeah. But his favorite suggestion is just to take out a walk outside the door and observe. Oh, that's a good one. 
Look, listen to this one. I have known people on the the flip side of what I was talking about earlier that like seem to be awestruck by practically everything, and they're also annoying to be around. <laughs> yes, like, uh, hey, it's a uh, fifty cents off tacos date. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really not. It's not at all. I like this suggestion. Take a walk out the door. Once you step outside, pick a random number between one and one hundred. Take that number of steps and look beneath your feet. If you look around to find something inspiring or surprising, odds are that you will. And I bet you, when you've tried to do it, you will do it. Weather does it to me a lot. Yeah, the, me too. The, the rainstorm I was in yesterday was awesome. It was like beyond comprehension, and it was just like, ah, this is amazing. Um, yeah. Well, and there's more to this. Why don't we post the article at uh, armstrongandgetty.com under hot links if you want to check it out. I get that uh, from really nice days all the time. My kids mock me for that. Dad, you say that like every other day. This is the nicest day of the year. It's just beautiful outside. <laughs> Dad, you hey, always say that. It's good for you. Pieces of music. I've had that before. Um, uh, not, not as much like listening to, but live. I've, I've been listening to music live before where it was just like, this is just like, it's incredible. It's like at a new level of amazement. Right, right. They found another gear. It's mm-hmm. turned into something else. Yeah. Very, very cool. Good stuff. Armstrong and Getty. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home? Take a deep breath and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.